1: Pittsburgh Steeler fans, this is behind the steel curtain editor Dave Schofield coming at you again on a Sunday morning with my last minute thoughts of the Steelers matchup Sunday night against the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, it's not that last minute because the kickoff is going to be more than seven hours later than they have been uh, other than the, the Thursday night game, but still, uh, but th- this is when the podcast runs. The news has happened on Saturday. Uh, I don't see a lot of stuff changing. So you're going to get last-minute thoughts several hours before the game. So hopefully you can enjoy this. I'm still – for those of you that listen to my podcast, I'm I'm still struggling – with uh, with my voice, um, sinus issues, pressure, all that good stuff making me sound, you know, a register or two lower than I usually do. But uh, hopefully it's a little bit better. I, I did leave the echoey room for those of you that like the Steelers preview. Um, and if you haven't checked out that podcast, make sure you do so. But let's dive into the Pittsburgh Steelers facing the Dolphins on Sunday Night Football. Well, first, the game... It's it's nationally televised, NBC. It will be Mike Tirico, Chris Collinsworth um, doing doing the play-by-play action. There, We still have the distribution map on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers, for those of you curious about which games you're going to get otherwise. But bottom line is, when it's a nationally televised game, Steeler fans around the world should be able to get the game, and that should not be a problem. Now, another thing I wanted to mention real quick, the weather. They're playing in Miami, so usually, you know, unless it's raining, you don't have a lot to look at with the weather. And looking at it, it's not supposed to rain. It is a around, a uh, oh, I think it's, uh, a two percent chance rain, maybe three around kickoff. um it's supposed to be down to about seventy eight degrees uh the the wind is under ten miles an hour, so it sounds like it's going to be good football weather in Miami in October. so that should not be a factor. At all. So real quick, let's, let's dive into what we normally get to, and that is the betting line. Uh, the line has moved ever so slightly, not for the Steelers again. They are now seven and a half point underdogs, seven and a half points. The over under is 45. So, the Steelers are going to Miami, you know, once again, more than a touchdown underdogs. So, but they were, they were more than a touchdown underdog last week at home. We'll just, we just have to see how this team is going to come out and fight in this one. Ooh, now let's get to the injury report. We'll we'll look at Friday's injury report and then we'll hit the Saturday news. Um, with, with those various things, the Steelers, they had three players that had a game status as of Friday. And that was um, Steven Sims, wide receiver, didn't practice all week, was ruled out with a hamstring. Uh, so, in the return game, it won't, it will not be Sims. For those thinking maybe, oh, Calvin Austin the third, will he come back? He was not activated to fifty-three man roster by four p.m. on Saturday. So it looks like uh, Gunnar Olszewski gets basically another shot to show that he uh, can get the job done with the Steelers because the Steelers will have to make a roster move this week when it comes to Calvin Austin III, or else he will be on injured reserve for the entire season. So there's there's that one. Akello Witherspoon is doubtful with a hamstring. Even though he came back, he was limited on Wednesday, came back as a full participant on Thursday, was limited again on Friday, and was doubtful. His status did not change on Saturday so I'm kind of surprised that the Steelers didn't either rule him out or upgrade him to questionable or, and just leave him there because I, I can't remember a member of the Steelers being doubtful for a game and them playing and them not being on the inactive list. Um, I've been with Behind the Steel Curtain since 2018, and I have not seen that happen, so I don't know uh, that, it, that it has. But the one other person that was on the injury report for the Steelers with a hip-slash-knee – Limited in practice, showed up on the injury report Thursday, limited on Friday, and was listed as questionable was cornerback James Pierre. But it was also announced on Saturday that Pierre's um, status was, I guess it's upgraded to where he's no longer questionable and he is expected to play. um, So he could be taken off that list. Let's go ahead and hit the Steelers news that was it. It was Pierre. There was nothing about a Witherspoon. Pierre was was taken off the injury report, and there was not any players added from the practice squad. Now, if Pierre, if it looked like Pierre wasn't going to play, they were probably going to elevate a corner. But without that, um, then the the inactive list, which will come out an hour and a half before kickoff, as it always does. Um, Will be, is already, you know, pretty much a good idea who that's going to be. If it looked like Pierre wasn't going to be able to go, then they probably would have elevated another corner. Didn't happen. So it's pretty cut and dry now for the Steelers. Let's look at the Dolphins side of things as they have. One player that's doubtful and a whole bunch that are questionable, and I did not see any news that any status was changed on any of these players. Now, they did make some roster moves, but I did not see that there was any um, status changed at all. So let's run that down real quick. That would be – oh, here we go. The doubtful player is cornerback – um oh I haven't fits with these names. I'd struggled with them before too on the preview. Um Keon Crossen with a knee. He is doubtful. Next on the list is tackle Taron Armstead, questionable with the toe. Cornerback Xavier Howard with a groin is questionable. Cornerback um Cater. Con-ho, I don't know, um, with an oblique is questionable. Tackle Greg Little, Achilles questionable. Defensive end, Emmanuel Ogbot with a back is questionable. Tight end, Durham Smythe with a hamstring is questionable. Quarterback, Kyler Thompson um, with a thumb. Uh, sorry, quarterback. I don't know if that came through clearly. Um, is questionable. Uh, but chances are I don't know that he'd be active anyway uh with the other quarterbacks available. Wide receiver J- Jalen Jalen Waddle, shoulders questionable. I'd be surprised if he doesn't play. Um and defensive tackle Christian Wilkins with a hand is questionable. So that's a lot of questionable players. So then, what were the moves? Well, the Dolphins, they signed um, offensive line, lineman Brandon Shell to the active roster. I did not see their roster move um, to make room for that. I'm going to look for that here in just a moment. But I didn't want to lose these names. And those names are safety. Um, Verone McKinley III and defensive lineman Ben Still, that's S-T-I-L-L-E, um, signed to the active roster. Um, um, by the Dolphins. I, I, that's, I don't even see that as an article. It's just an announcement. So I don't know what their other roster move was with that, but you're, look at that. If it's a safety and a defensive lineman, if you try to read into things a little bit, um, you know, there was, there was three cornerbacks. Um, that were questionable so chances are one or two of them are might not they think might not play and then a defensive lineman uh, this the, they, they had a defensive end and a defensive tackle that were both questionable so I'm not sure who or which one that will end up being all right before we dive into this we're going to take a real quick break get a word from our sponsors and we'll be right back In that case, I pronounce you lucky.
0: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Here we go, Pittsburgh Steelers fans. Let's just keep on rolling with these last-minute thoughts. Um, We have an idea of what these rosters are going to be. The biggest question marks obviously are going to be um, the players for the Dolphins when their inactives come out. That's going to be more of, a, of, um, of a factor. The biggest one to look for, obviously, in my opinion, is wide receiver Jalen Waddle to see what he does. Um, and and go from there because the because the the Dolphins have their two speedsters, their two big speedsters, a wide receiver that uh, that that if one of them is missing, that's just going to change things up a little bit. Um, things to look for in this game. Well, I just mentioned it. Um, what we'll, we'll start with the defensive side for the Steelers is slowing down those wide receivers that are just two of the fastest in the NFL. The Steelers are getting back some health, some of their secondary that's healthy. Last week, their patchwork secondary played a great game. So hopefully, you would hope, you know, getting back your your regular starters would then be something that would make the team better. But they actually have to go out and prove – not prove, but play cohesively together, communicate in order for that to actually be an advantage. So last week, it was the patchwork secondary. This week, it's the returning secondary and see what they have to do. And then the Steelers offense, they've got to keep pace. And more importantly, they got to stay aggressive when you're going for it on these third and longs. And when I mean going for it, obviously you're not punting on third down. I mean, actually pushing the ball towards the sticks. It's funny a lot of people really wanted to say uh how how great it was on those conversions one of those conversions was thrown four yards shy of the sticks and he broke and and chase claypool you know he he gained an extra yard than what he needed for a first down because it the design of the play got him going in that direction um i guess that was a case where people weren't complaining about the steelers throwing short of the sticks but it was a good design to still get the first down but um i want to see the the aggressive nature the being in attack mode is what i ultimately want to see with the steelers offense uh, in this game so to me it's it's slowing down the big playmakers in the passing game the dolphins have an have an explosive passing attack not a lot going on other than I'm not just other than but I mean the, the the quarterback running is is also an issue but it's really the the passing attack that's more than anything with the dolphins but even in the games that they've won they had to be comeback wins so they've really been having to put the ball up put it in the air and 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 force something in there the steelers are coming in on, one, on a one-game winning streak, the Dolphins are coming in on a three-game losing streak. So the Dolphins don't want to follow what the Steelers were being, you know, with the four-game skid. Uh, um, Tua is coming back to play quarterback. Um, I, I'm hoping that he is healthy and has no problems in this game, but what I said in other podcasts is I'm kind of bummed out that he's coming back against the Steelers because I would like to see him overcome that injury and come out and play well. But when it comes to the Steelers, sorry, buddy, uh, I, I want him to get after you. And, you know, not not cause injury or hurt anything. Trust me, I don't want that at all. But I do want the Steelers to, to you know make him uncomfortable in the pocket. And, and, and be able to take advantage of that. So, um, those are some things, um, some of the X factors and the offensive and defensive things to look at. Um, this game, bottom line, it comes down to where are the Steelers going to be heading into their buy. They've got this game. They've got a, a, an even. More difficult matchup next week in, in Philly. And I know they shouldn't be looking at that matchup, but we fans, we we we're peeking ahead because of this. To me, it's it's what are they going to do leading into that midpoint of the season where you actually have your buy at the midpoint of the season? Where 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 are you gonna be? I mean the Steelers are at two and four. It's a huge difference if they can go to three and four versus two and five. Um this is a formidable opponent. Okay, they're gonna be up and excited down there in Miami because of this whole um, celebration of the 72 undefeated team, 50 years. But I also saw on social media it was shared based on, I think it was through the algorithm on, I think it's Vivid Seat, that they're projecting a slight advantage of black and gold in the stadium than what they expect otherwise. That the Steelers could actually have a slight advantage of fans in the stadium, I think that could could really be interesting to to see how that is during the game, and are you know are the Dolphins going to feed off of the energy from this, or is that energy not going to be there because Steelers fans travel so well? Now that's just an, another thing to monitor. So, um, but it this is what it is for the Steelers. This is the team that they are, the consistency both on offense and defense and special teams. That's been an issue through six games. That's been a big issue through six games. So what it really comes down to is can the Steelers start to establish some consistency, positive consistency. You don't want consistency, consistently bad, but can they be consistent with their offense? Instead of coming out on the first drive and driving right down, right down the field for points. They did that the last two games, impressive first drives, follow it up with absolute duds you 've got to have consistency throughout that with the players with the coaching with the philosophy with the with the attitude with the effort everything consistency throughout the game. Bottom line is get those towels ready let 's get out here and get ready to to, to to watch these Steelers. A lot of fans are happy that, that don't live in the Pittsburgh area because they haven't got to see a lot of Steelers games, especially in the comfort of their own homes. So hopefully you can enjoy this one. Make sure you're checking out all the podcasts here at Behind the Steel Curtain. If you're catching this early on a Sunday with your last-minute thoughts, and you're like, huh, maybe you didn't catch any of the, the shows that, had, that came out yesterday. We had uh, State of the Steelers with Daniel J. We had that podcast. Uh touchdown under went live yesterday. We run the north on on Saturday. Was was another podcast that was published? If you didn't catch all of those, you've got some time until kickoff. You, there they are. You still got you got if you didn't see uh, listen to Tony Six Pack from from Friday night or the, the the here we go the Steelers pregame show. Um, on, on Friday, even just Let's Ride, leading up to it with all the game picks. If you didn't catch any of those episodes, now's a great time to do it because the Steelers have some time until their next game, so – But uh, also make sure you check it out BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. It really is your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm hoping that my voice can get a little bit recovered. I'll be back on the post-game show uh, late Sunday night slash early Monday morning uh, when we can get that going, hopefully talking about another Steelers win. So I'm excited. I hope you're excited. And as we have to say to finish it out, go Steelers.